But no, you know what? Like while while we're talking about cool things, like like things that Brendan did before they were cool, like Brendan and I had a conversation. I don't know, Brendan, what was it? Two, three years ago now, where you were like, "There's not enough black voices talking," and I want to make sure that I use my platform. So like we had like this this secret agreement that I would be like, when I find cool black creators, uh, I'll send them your way. Hello, and welcome to ADHD Essentials, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Mahan. I'm a former teacher and mental health clinician turned ADHD coach, trainer, and consultant. I can be reached at brendan at ADHDessentials.com. Here at ADHD Essentials, we help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. What's up, team? The next round of the ADHD Essentials online parent coaching groups starts on April 11th. And secretly, I'm already signing people up, even though I haven't officially announced signups. If you're interested in more details, go to ADHDessentials.com slash parentgroups. Or just send me an email to brendan at ADHDessentials.com. Now that my life is slowed down, I'm much better at responding to emails. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to talk to you about the groups. And of course, check out our partner podcasts. ADHD Rewired with Eric Tivers, Hacking Your ADHD with Will Kerb, ADHD Diversified with MJ, and the ADHD Friendly Lifestyle with Moira Maben. Don't forget to join all of us for the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network live Q&A every second Tuesday of the month at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Finally, if you'd like to support this show, I would greatly appreciate a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice. It really helps to raise our visibility. Welcome to the show. This episode of the podcast is going to be a little bit different from how it usually works, because uh, it was commandeered by my friend Renee Brooks of Black Girl Lost Keys. I thought we were going to have a one-on-one interview and a little bit of a catch-up. And then all of a sudden, I find out that there's two other people trying to get into the Zoom room. Because Renee had brought along some friends. I am honored that she knew I wouldn't lose my mind about that. And that I would just kind of roll with it and adjust on the fly. And that we would have a great show. It really was a wonderful time, and I think that all of you will enjoy it. But it's me and three other people having a conversation. So it's a broader group of folks talking, and there was zero plan. (laughs) Um, So it's a little more ADHD than most of my episodes. But I genuinely hope that it is also ADHD-friendly. I know there's some important and valuable content hiding inside of this show. And we'll talk about that right now. Because in this episode, we discuss and demonstrate the importance of singing each other's praises, the supportive nature of the ADHD community, the power of planting seeds, finding humor in ADHD, the importance of diverse voices, and there are some excellent ending essentials. All right, let's get rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, my podcast has been commandeered, I guess, today, because I was supposed to talk to Renee Brooks, who is now tied once again for the most appearances on the podcast. 
Um, and it's been it's been way too long since she was on. And I was like, Renee, I got to get you on. It's been too long. Also, guys, Renee's blowing up. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. And we're going to sing her praises because that's important. But then Renee logged in and right behind Renee was someone named Stacy. And I was like, what is happening? And so Renee was like, yeah, I invited a bunch of other people onto your show. And so now it's a crowd instead of just me. So that's <laughs> where we are. Um, Stacy, please introduce yourself for the for the audience so that they know who you are and what's going on. Yes, I'm part of Renee's posse. Um, <laughs> my name is Stacy Michelle. I am the creator and host of the YouTube channel ADHD is the new black. And Brendan, I am so, so honored to be on your show. I really am. You're like, I like feel like I should get your autograph or something. I really do. Because <laughs> I've learned so much from your your podcast from I'm when I was first diagnosed. I know, that's okay too. But um, I started treating my ADHD about three years ago and yours was one of the first podcasts I started listening to and learning from. So thank you for what you do. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Cause I, I don't feel like I'm special. Like I, I, I really am honored that you appreciate my work and you find meaning in it. That's important. That's why I do the work, but I legit am a guy in his basement right now with a microphone and not even a microphone because my mic is broken. So I'm using my computer's mic. Um, yeah, that's not creepy so. at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also have Inger, who the audience hopefully will re recognize. She's been on in the past, but only one time. So I know it's like 220 something episodes. It's easy to lose track of guests, but go back Inger, and listen to that one. Yeah, it's a really good one. Um, Inger, go ahead and introduce yourself as well. I love you, Brendan, because uh, actually it's one of the first podcasts I've done. So I really appreciate that you let me come on and really just speak my truth at this time. So I'm Inger Shea Colsey. I'm a psychotherapist. I'm an ADHD leadership coach. And I'm a mom of a now 18-year-old finished high school, high school graduate, ba -ba 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 kid, right? <laughs> yes. Awesome. So... I'm really excited to be here. And I too want to say that, you know, your work, Brendan, because like when we met, it's like you were one of the real constants that I listened to because you gave actual real usable information and it was accessible, right? So, so many things were there, but they really weren't accessible. And that's why when I met you, it's like, oh, I know you. But <laughs> <laughs> hear your voice every week and it would really help with many things that I was doing as a mom. And, you know, as I pivoted into the ADHD coaching, just to have somebody in the space that understands these things and, you know, whenever we would see each other, even if it's on Zoom, like a friendly face. And I agree with Stacey. So, you know, we're, I'm calling you out. <laughs> you can't just say you're a dude in your basement anymore. You can't just say, you know, you don't see the greatness because it's 200 and some odd episodes in and you were consistent with all of them. I noticed that and those things are meaningful and powerful. So I'm calling you out on that. Thank you. And now I got number two, right? I'm trying to catch up with uh, Renee and Kim, right? So, yeah, yeah. And did you come on for one of the conference episodes too? Is this number three? Two of them. Two, I'm at number four. This is four. four. I'm at number four. I'm catching up. We got to watch her. Look, I'm sending a text to Kim right now. That's why you texted me right before I came on when I was trying to get to, to this. Who's texting me, right? It's like, he smelled you, Renee. He smelled it, guys. He's <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> Who's texting me? 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 Who's
who knows? He may end up just popping on too. Just so <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Oh my God. I should. That was a missed opportunity. So we don't really have a plan for today's episode, no. ladies and gents. So you're just going to have to be along for the ride. This will be a very ADHD episode, if not also an ADHD friendly episode. Hopefully we pull off both of those things, but it's probably going to be a little chaotic. We mentioned the, the conference and the, the sort of download episodes that I do as the conference happens. And um, Renee, as I sing your praises, am I allowed to tell everybody? I think that this is the perfect place to announce that. Because poor Brendan almost died trying not to tell me. I feel like it's only <laughs> fair that you should be the one to announce it. Renee is one of the keynotes for this year's ADHD conference, which yes! is so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I am so proud of you. I am so happy for you. I am so excited for you. It's been awesome to watch you blow up. It's, it's been amazing to see that happen. So congratulations. You were a BGLK fan before it was cool. <laughs> but then, you know, what? you're right, Brendan. It's like, so I met Renee at the 2019 conference. And um, that's a, like, she's like my ADHD sister. Like we, we met in just like unusual circumstances where I recognized her because she was the only black woman in the space speaking about black women in ADHD. And actually I had done a session, actually, uh, Cam, who we were talking about, was doing a session and I was actually the coach E in the session he was doing. And when I came out, I ran into Renee and I didn't know her, but when I heard her voice, I realized it was her and I hugged her. And just for people to know I'm from Philly, we don't just run up a hug people, <laughs> but I hugged her because it, it meant so much. I'd actually just listened to her uh, podcast, a podcast she was doing right that night before I came in. So I kind of had like my ADHD on for, for the conference. And she's only been wonderful and loving and inclusive and building everybody up. And like I said, we met then and we've talked almost every day since that day. And to see even from that day in 2019 when I met her to where we are, what are we in 2022? It's been an honor to just watch that blossom and happen, right? And it's been amazing. And I'm just, I'm just so grateful that we met so I could see this through you. And I'm just, I'm so, I'm filled with joy. It's why it's even hard to come up with words. Happy for you and the things that have come from your hard work. Like, let's be clear, it wasn't given to you. It's like a lot of hard work. And I saw, I've seen you do that too. So I'm just really so proud of you, girl. Thank you. Look, if I'd have known y'all were going to dump on me about how cool I am, I wouldn't have invited none of y'all, including you, Brendan, to your show. <laughs> <laughs> But no, you know what, like while, while we're talking about cool things, like like things that Brendan did before they were cool, like Brendan and I had a conversation. I don't know, Bren, what was it? Two, three years ago now where you were like, there's not enough black voices talking and I want to make sure that I use my platform. So like we had like this this secret agreement that I would be like, when I find cool black creators, I'll send them your way. And, and now Stacy's here. And now Stacy's here late because I thought Stacy was already here. That just goes, Stace, what did I tell you? Well, what were you telling me? <laughs> I know. Stacy's like, she thinks I remember what she said. <laughs> and, and in my, I can't say in my defense, in my throwing myself under the bus, let's go that way. You sent Stacy to me like three years ago and I ADHD'd it into the void. I was like, oh, Stacy. 
I don't exactly know what to do with you yet. Cause you, I think back then you were like you, cause you're a comedian, right? I am. Yes. And so it was like ADHD and comedy. And I was like, you don't quite fit my show. And I didn't, <laughs> I, I kind of got stuck in that like analysis mode. I wasn't quite paralysis, but it was like, I got to figure this out. And then, and then I didn't other stuff happened and I lost track of it. And I, yeah, that's okay. It was actually during COVID because I, I didn't release my first episode until uh, February pre COVID. Well, like the month before COVID. And so when Renee actually, yeah, when she introduced us, I did reach out to you on Twitter. So it was during 2020, I think the summer of 2020. Okay. And, you know, I take as much responsibility for it as well. I am preoccupied with how do I do this? Y'all, we all have ADHD. Also, if that was 2020, like, like I was drowning, like it was COVID, full on COVID. That's probably we why. All were. We yeah. all were. Do you know, so, even when it's guilty. not COVID, it takes me about a year to implement other people's suggestions when they're mentoring me. Go ask someone who mentors me, like. I was saying something to a friend of mine. I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, that's what it was. Like I was doing this collaboration with Timo. I threw some ideas at them about doing a podcast. And my rep over there was like, I've been waiting for you to do some kind of front facing content like that because like, don't get me wrong. Like you're a great writer, but it's nothing like talking to you. Like talking to you is like this whole experience that more people ought to have, which is such a nice thing to say. But I go back and tell my, my friend Des about this. And um, she's, she's always been a mentor for me. And she's like, didn't I tell you to do that shit like a year or two ago? And I'm like, there's a year turnaround time on all suggestions. Like, I'm just going to create a support group for the people who mentor me so they, they can, you know, get that out together. I'm sure it's frustrating. Year turnaround. I'm the same way, Renee. Yeah. My my therapist, she'll suggest something. And then a year later, I'll be like, you know what? I had this great idea. I should stop chasing that guy. And she's like, I said that a year ago. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so it's not that you you guys don't listen it's just that you can't remember to do it and, and i'm supposed to have been on yes. brendan's calendar since the conference in november brendan you were great you're like i'm gonna send it now so i don't forget and it's yeah, february and i'm like and i said it's like i'm supposed to be on his calendar like so <laughs> we we all forget stuff sometimes but that's why we got to come together and support each other because then we can remember right so Having a support system is key for me, at least. That's really what the episode is about, isn't it? Like about how we as a community support each other and about how we're all able, like that's the beautiful thing I think about working with so many people with ADHD and collaborating with them because I can say stuff like, of course you guys didn't get in touch with each other yet. We all have ADHD. You'll get there. Like I find that like the thing slides into place when it's supposed to slide into place not always when I think it's supposed to be in place it's almost like you have to trust the timing of things even when it doesn't make sense it's almost like my brain is doing me a favor because if I'd have implemented whatever it was when I wanted to implement it sometimes like timing is everything right so like I remember it when it's supposed to be remembered I'm not saying whoever's listening to this like don't use it as an excuse to forget things because it's not what I'm saying and I think you know that I gotcha. I gotcha on how to do this. This is my approach to that phenomenon. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Give it to me. Yeah. This is my lens on it. I think of it as planting seeds. Yes. So like 
somebody tells you something and it's really important and you can feel that it's important, but it also doesn't stay. You're not clinging to it, but you can feel the weight of it, right? Because the weight of it is sinking it into the soil of your subconscious. Yes. And it'll sprout eventually, assuming it gets tended to, right? Like that thing's got to come up again. It's as if it's a like a challenge that you have, that challenge has to come up yes. again a few times and get watered and nourished and that kind of stuff. And then eventually it'll sprout, right? But part of it needing to sprout to stick with the seed metaphor is we have to let it see the light of day, right? Like if we allow shame to keep us from, from letting that out, if we just hide it because we feel bad that we didn't do the thing yet that we've been sitting on for a year, then it's not going to grow. We have to own the pieces of our ADHD that kind of cause us to be slow on stuff sometimes. And that allows it to grow. Take root and grow. It has to take root. Yeah, right. I made up most of that just now. So I'm so sick of you. You always doing something like that and making me go, damn, I wish I'd have thought of that. I, well, yeah, no, it's, and that's the thing. The way you you put things, Brandon, because like the wall of awful. Yes. And I've told you this before. Is cha- it, it, it really helped change the trajectory of my parenting and like being with my son. Wow. And I guess even for me too, because when you're saying that, like about the season, I thought I heard you say something like that before. I probably have. I didn't go that far with it because I made up like the second two thirds of that right now. <laughs> Everything after I said the weight of it puts it in the soil. From the moment I said the weight of it puts it in the soil, I was making everything up as I went. Okay. So you, yeah, you see, and that's what it is. It's like you started it and then it's like, I left it. And then now it's like, hmm, now I can do a little more with it. And to me, that kind of even feels like the wall of awful. Cause you know, and I come from like the therapy and then coaching models. Like it's, you know, you're plea contemplative and contemplative. Like to me, those words are hard to ring with, but when it's like, you know, we all can understand a seed in the ground right? And having it root and then tending to it. And that's where the ADHD comes in the shame part. Like you let the shame make it shame, right? And like with the wall of awful, if you know that you have to build up in order to begin the task and that's okay, letting the kid just get the backpack and take 10, 20 minutes to take it out and knowing that that's part of the process really changed our lives because, you know, I was everybody like, get it out. Yeah, I'm doing it. And it's like, then it's like, give him a moment. And then it's like, oh crap, that's you. You are the one. It's like, oh, we're going to do the thing. Nothing, right? We're going to do, we're, we're going to do. And it's like, I need all that. I would say like, I'm a momentum builder. Like I need to build the momentum to be able to decide what I'm going to do when I get to the wall. I can't just run because then I'll try to run through it. And that's hard. And I don't always have to do it the hard way. And so learning that from you helped me to know I don't have to always do it the hard way and to be okay with my process. And I teach that to my clients all the time. In fact, I will have them look at the video you did with Jessica many times because it's like, this is gets quicker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's how I learned about the wall of awful was on Jessica's channel. And uh, Jessica, she, she actually mentored me quite a bit when I started my YouTube channel. So I just want to awesome. put that out there. Jessica is a big force in ADHD and I can never overstate the significance of those videos, right? Like they, my podcast numbers nearly doubled after those videos came out. Like there's this massive spike that is completely Jessica. And then a few months later, there's some attitude spikes that happen. And one of the things that I love about those videos that it, and it's, this is maybe will sound selfish, but it's not intended to be selfish is I, so I do workshops, right? I do a, I used to do a lot of them. Now it's like COVID has kind of nuked that to some degree, but 
it's hard to talk for two hours straight. Like it's hard to just be like, I'm going to do this two hour workshop. We take breaks and stuff, but still I'm, I'm on the stage the whole time. And so I started using those videos as my wall of awful component, right? Instead of me talking about it, I would just play the videos mm. and it does a bunch of different things, right? My intention behind it was that if I play these videos, everyone is going to know about how to ADHD, right? Like this is one, I get a break and two, everybody <laughs> knows about how to ADHD. And these are people who want to know about it because why else would they be at an ADHD workshop? And so I'm kind of spreading the news for Jessica and admittedly a small scale. So it's like, it's like 20 to hundred people most of the it time, all matters. But still, but it's still yeah. there, right? But the other thing that ended up happening that I wasn't anticipating, but now I know it will happen every time is it gives me this extra layer of credibility when those videos play, right? Cause not everybody can come in and show a video, let alone a video that someone else made, right? Like it shows that I'm a desirable entity or whatever. It kind of makes me look like I'm internet famous, like, you are. It has this other, I guess it, it has this other thing, but it's, it's this really, really powerful tool that I have in my toolbox that I am forever grateful to Jessica for. I love it. And it's easier than to me getting you. Let's uh, <laughs> just go, I'll go talk to Brendan, right? It's there. It's evergreen. And I think it's really important because people do miss their process, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of like what coaching is like figuring out the way that you do your ADHD and that's something that, and, and how it's so counterintuitive to things that we've pretty much been taught as children or the way we've been taught to parent and to have it, like I said, in a small bite, accessible uh, way to be able to explain it and to have it where it's a visual too, because I have ADHD when it's a visual, it's much easier for me. Like I said, this changed my life. It's, it's changed some of my clients' lives because I show it to them. And so Again, when you're like, I'm just a dude in my basement, right? There's a gift that comes with being able to explain it like that. And you've spread it all over the world. <laughs> and now here we go. Now we're going to have a seed one. The seed one. <laughs> when are we getting this video? That's what I want to know. <laughs> so I live like, I live like in, in the orchards of Pennsylvania. Here's the other portion about the seed metaphor that makes it so brilliant. There are seeds that you plant and the plant grows, the tree grows. You still won't get fruit out of them for a couple years. Like the tree is there. And sometimes the fruit doesn't come when you think it it doesn't come as soon as the tree blooms. Like you really did something with that. I'm so sick of you (laughs) always doing that. (laughs) Right. um, So are you, though. Right. Like it's not. We're just doing it differently. That's all. You do the same stuff. Like, I, I can't tell you how many people I've sent to guard your yes. Like, I'm always doing that uh, over and over and over again. You know how many people, like, when I'm going around saying yes to many to too many things, do you know how many people quote that back to me? It's like the worst thing I ever did to myself. They're just like, a wise woman told me to guard her yes. And I'm like, I know. I've had the wall of awful <laughs> thrown back at me in the same way. So I understand. I'm with you. <laughs> You're just like, this is a prison of my own making. Yeah. <laughs> mine's made of walls. Um, <laughs> um, I want to I want to jump back to Inga real quick while yeah. while I am remembering to do it. Uh, I, I understand and will not argue with you that the videos are easier than getting me. But getting me isn't that hard. Like you're my friend. And I already said that I do workshops. So if you want me to like talk to a whole crowd of your clients, it's not like I'm going to charge you. I just offered it. Right. So just let me know. And we'll make that happen. 
when we're done, I'm about to ask you about coming to something, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm on, I'm on the Chad, Philly Chad uh, board. So we need, we need a wonderful speaker done. for Philly Chad. See, Listen. this is so wonderful. It's Inger Shea Posey is the most resourceful woman that I know. You cannot tell her about a talent, a skill, or anything. You, like It's like she's like the MacGyver of this kind of stuff. She'll be like, oh, so so-and-so and so-and-so know how to do this. I need that. Come over here. What are you doing? No, you, you. Come on. Come on. No, you told me you could do it now. So you come do it, and I'm going to do my thing, and this will be great. I like connecting. I love it. So I, I was just telling them last night as uh, Renee, Stacy, and I were talking, I got a new assistant and I was like, uh, in order for you to kind of understand what it is I do, watch these videos. And I, <laughs> ADHD is new black. <laughs> watch all of them just so that you can get the experience of what it is that I'm talking about because, you know, there's the experience that everyone has and then there's the unique experience that black women have. And Stacy has figured out a way to make that funny and meaningful and give you some ways to manage your ADHD. And so I just really appreciate that. Um, I appreciate you, Inger, for telling your clients about my channel because Lord knows I need more subscribers. And, um, and I don't mean that ironically, I really do need more subscribers. Um, I, I find ADHD to be hilarious. I mean, it's... It's a serious condition, obviously, but it's also funny. And I'm one of those people who just kind of sees the humor and pretty much everything. I, I just wanted to share through my channel that ADHD is not all doom and gloom. It's not all, you know, oh, I'm such a victim of this. Oh, I'm such a victim because I can't get anywhere in time. I'm such a victim because, you know, I'm like, there are a lot of funny elements to ADHD. And I feel like um, a, a lot of our strength is also in our perception of ADHD, you know, and definitely I feel like those things that we get so, deri you know, derided about our, our so-called faults and our, the negative aspects of our traits that give us all the challenges are on the flip side of the same coin of being our strengths. So I come at it from a strength-based perspective through humor, and I have a lot of fun making these videos. I don't know about y'all watching them, but... Except for the editing part. But yeah, I have a lot. Of <laughs> they're so good. They're so funny and they're so relatable. And you're right. Like there's there's enough serious content about ADHD and you make it fun to learn about ADHD again. Like you don't have to be like super straight laced and serious to teach someone something profound. And that's the beauty of ADHD is new black. Like you come in and you're laughing, you're behind off and then you realize I never thought of it that way. Like, wait a minute. And then it gets serious. Cause you're like, she's taught me something while I was having yeah, I mean, you the know, time I gotta, of my life. I gotta have a, you know, peaks and valleys, you know, just for the drama of the episodes. <laughs> but you know, it's like, yeah, overall, you know, I, I start off with the funny, I get to the serious because everything that I do my content about are things that I have personally experienced related to ADHD. And I've, I mean, I've been fired from 17 jobs, you know, and I couldn't figure out why I kept getting fired from so many jobs. It's like, wow, I must be a real idiot. You know, knowing that I've always felt like the smartest person in the room until I get around other smart people is like, maybe I'm not this weird, <laughs> you know? And it's like, I don't see them getting fired from 17 jobs, you know? So, and this was before I was acknowledging my condition. And so 
you know, when you are having that many negative experiences around the same set of, you know, certain, not circumstances, but the same set of issues, you know, at some point you're like, yeah, it's me. So what's wrong with me? There's something wrong with me. I'm, I'm too, I'm not smart enough for this, or I just can't do those things. And then you stop embracing some opportunities because you're too afraid that you're going to make the same mistakes, you know? And I was, I had gotten into that rut and I'm so grateful that I finally, I won't say figured it out, but cause I got it. I, I got diagnosed when I was in my early twenties and then I forgot I had the condition, you know, but I always say that too. Yeah. The condition didn't know a bunch of times me. over and over no. again. She's been diagnosed like 48 times. 75 <laughs> Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I kept living like I was some, some neurotypical person, you know, like trying to fit in with everybody else and trying to do what everybody else is doing or the way they do things. And it wasn't working out for me. And, you know, eventually, and this was only three years ago now, when I felt like I had just run out of runway, you know, I was just like, man, I can't do anything right. And then I remembered my condition and then I got re-diagnosed and started treating it, you know, with therapy and the medication and then coaching. Inger's my coach, by the way, my ADHD coach. It was like somebody just like turned on the brightest light in the room and I'm like, oh, those dark corners I couldn't see and now they're illuminated. It was like I had all the puzzle pieces I just didn't know how to put them together. You know, I always felt like, yeah, I got all the puzzle pieces. I just don't know what goes where, you know? So that that's why I wanted to start making content, you know, to show that I'm sure somebody else must feel this way, you know? And it's, it's important that there's minority voices out there, right? That every voice on ADHD, and this is no insult to Jessica, that every voice on ADHD isn't a miscellaneous white woman. Cause so many of them are miscellaneous white women, right? Like I, I interview way too many white women on the show and it's not that I don't love them and think they're great. It's just sure. even just a random white dude would like change things on my <laughs> show. I have yet to get Hispanic voices on here. I haven't pulled oh, that off yet. I need to make sure to I do Mark that. Amodavar. You'll yeah. love yeah. him I, and he's brilliant. I admittedly slowed down on that push because of COVID. Like I just was anybody who was volunteering to come on the show came on the show and I wasn't looking and chasing anymore. Yeah, and, and I kind of have to chase people to, to get the, the diversity of voices that I want to get on here. And yeah. now, now I am more at chasing again. Um, Brendan, can I share this with you? I, I, Inger and Renee have already heard this <clears throat> story. It's very short. At least I'll try to make it short. Um, I didn't even realize that there needed to be more diverse voices in ADHD because I'd never thought about it, you know? And I never thought, oh, there's so many black women just like me. Cause I was honestly feeling like I was the only one, you know, like, oh, I'm the weird one here until I got the diagnosis, but I wasn't actively looking for the black women like myself. First thing I wanted to do was make fun of myself about it. And I do stand up comedy. And that's why I actually started doing bits about having ADHD. And I was doing some of my bits in front of the studio audience that I was doing warm-up for. I'm also an audience warm-up comic. And I was working on A Little Late with Lily Singh in the fall of 2019. And the bits I was doing, her audience, her live studio audience, are mostly women of color, right? Because that's her audience. That's her, that's her demo that loves her, her demo that loves her. And um, I was just making bits about getting recently re-diagnosed and starting to take Adderall and how Adderall changed my taste in men. I stopped dating white guys and was suddenly 
wanting to date more black guys because of the Adderall and wow, the Adderall actually cured my condition, you know, <laughs> you know, and I was just, I was just making jokes about having ADHD. And after the taping, black women and brown women were coming up to me like they had a secret to tell me and they were whispering, oh my gosh, thank you for joking about that. I thought it was just me. I'm like, about what? <laughs> like about the ADHD. And I'm like, oh, no big deal. You know, like to me, I'm just like, I don't mind talking about, you know, my business because that's who I am. I'm a chatty person. I didn't realize through these women coming up to me like it was such a secret that there's so much shame behind it. And then when I thought about it for myself, I'm like, yeah, I've lived my whole adult life in shame because I was trying to hide all the things I was bad at, especially in the work environment. And I was masking so hard, I don't even recognize that person, you know, looking back on her. And so that's when I realized there needs to be more diverse voices out there mm -hmm. just because of the sheer number of actual women in these studio audiences coming up to me. Thank you for talking about that. You know, yeah. it's like, I thought I was the only one. Yeah, and Brendan, if you don't mind, can I say something? Absolutely, absolutely. Before we run out of time. Because yes, when I, 2019, when I met you, I met Renee until we went and the conference was in Philadelphia and I couldn't understand why there weren't any very few black people, let alone browner, any other minority people in the conference. And it was like, are they afraid to come? Do they not know about the conference? And, you know, that's when I, you know, made it a mission, you know, to have coaching for black women with ADHD and being an advocate in the mental health space. You know, we really need advocates for black mental health. But what I've also noticed of late is that there's no representation of women in, you know, I don't really call it later life, but like over 40, it's like over 40, we don't exist. And it's, to me, it's ridiculous. We do exist. Like I was not diagnosed till I was in my fifties. I still have a lot of life to live, right? And I lived a full and rich life before that there were things that were hard, but there were a lot of things I had to figure out because I didn't know that, I didn't even really know that something was wrong. I really come from, it's not that something was wrong. I just felt that something wasn't right, <laughs> which is a different point of view. And without that, and I think people, people, especially women that are a little older, that's the grit we have to get through things. That's the reason why I know I can get out of any situation. That's the things I use with my clients. That's their strength. And that's the strength-based approach I use. But the fact that the media or when we're doing any, like most things that are happening, they don't want to even really talk about, you know, the fact that we're older. A lot of women get diagnosed when they go through menopause because the brain fog that comes with that, I speak of losing of words a lot. The people don't know what it is. They say, what does that mean? The people who have lost words know exactly what I mean. And they're like, how did you, how did you get over that? And I'm like, it's really just accepting that I'm going to lose words. And it's just really, it has really been bothering me, especially of late, that things don't end for you at 40, right? We still have things to say. We have rich lives. We have many things to share. And our ADHD journey is different than the journey that you have if you're diagnosed, like, when you're really young. Or even when you're younger, I always tease uh, Renee. She's like, oh, 25, she got diagnosed. I'm like, oh, I can double that. Like, I could beat that. Like, come on. <laughs> you feel like a youngster. I'm like, I am not that young. And she's like, you are. Wet behind the ears. You're yeah, so, you know, but I just think it's an important point. And like, as I'm starting to produce more content, like to really speak to that, because it's something that 
you know, is not addressed. And I mean, and we are part of your audience. Like we're there, the moms right. in your audience are going to get it. They're like, oh gosh, that was me. Because a lot of people, don't, women don't get diagnosed until the kids get diagnosed. Because that's the first time I came up against it. And I didn't actually go for actual diagnosis until I started to lose my word. So it's just something that's not talked about enough. Before we run out of time, Inger and Stacy, I'm connecting you to people. I'm connecting you to hosts of shows on the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network, of which I am a member. Inger, I'm going to connect you to Moira Maven, who is the host of the ADHD Friendly Lifestyle, which is a podcast very much focused on women over 40 and late stage diagnosis and navigating that and what that looks like. You would be a phenomenal guest. So I'm going to connect the two of you. And Stacy, and really any of you, but I'll start with Stacy. I want to connect you to uh, MJ, who hosts ADHD Diversified, which is a podcast about diversity in ADHD. AJ is a, an Asian Canadian woman, and her show is great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Do you have any attractive Asian men that you can connect me to as well, who are single? Uh, he's getting married. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that I do. I don't think that I can pull that off. All the attractive Asian men I know are married and the other Asian male humans that I know are not, are like 15 and younger. Oh yeah. So that that band in the middle, I don't seem to, I don't, can't think of anybody that I know except for one dude who's in his twenties, but he's getting married late twenties, getting married. Yeah. That's too young for me. Yeah. Thank you though. I appreciate you even like entertaining the thought. (laughs) Um, So just being mindful of time, do you have any ending essentials that you'd like to share with our audience? Which one of us? All three of you. I, for myself, would say get enough sleep because sleep absolutely affects my cognitive abilities during the daytime. Even I can take Adderall or Concerta or whatever I'm using that week and I can definitely boost myself up, but there's still a difference between me being artificially awake and artificially alert than me actually having the natural ability to start in a good place when I wake up in the morning because I've had a good night's sleep, you know? So I'd say uh, getting at least, if you can, seven, eight hours or even more of sleep, it is the best thing you can do for your brain, even better than the medication. Mine, I guess. Is... Hold on, hold on. I'm going to throw it to anger because she's got a client. Oh, true. Oh, look, like you don't have anything to do, Renee. Just shush. Just play it. I'm just playing. I say all the time, we can live well with ADHD. Our life does not have to be the most terrible, horrible, rotten thing. And it also doesn't have to be that thing where it's like, oh, ADHD squirrel. Right? Yeah. So we live rich and full lives. We can do many things and we can live well. And I think representation matters. So biggest reason why I come out so that, you know, Black women or all women or just anyone can see that there's so many things you can do with ADHD. It's not the downfall of your life. Um, you lean into your strengths. You were able to do so many wonderful things that people can't imagine. And we just figure out the things that are holding you back and work on them enough that it's not holding you back. You live a great, rich life. So accepting it and being with it and knowing that you can still be great, I think it's just important for people to know because the stereotypes out there are so horrible. I love that. 
that squirrel stereotype is really like it's old like I know people celebrated it for a long time but it's like you know um I'm trying to swear less because I know Brendan's show is fam- family friendly yeah. but I only got one thing to edit out we're okay oh thank god <laughs> look I did good I'm just like don't give him a lot to cut Renee my god bring it back um but it's like you know I'm a grown woman no I'm not like a squirrel at all and plus you like there's like for me, the racial element of being compared to an animal never, ever, ever, ever works for me. So I really can't dig that. Um, not that there's anything wrong with it. Like, don't walk away feeling like, oh, it's bad. Like, whatever gets you through the day is fine. It's just I don't like that one. Like, it's personal preference. But oh, if I can, I'm sorry, I don't mean to correct you or anything. I think the analogy is that we're so easily distracted that. A oh, I know what the analogy fun. is. I just yeah. don't like. I mean, I'm defending the squirrel because I love squirrels. And every time I see a squirrel, squirrel, I I just don't like it. Oh, I literally am like, oh, a squirrel. I took a, I took a, like a hundred pictures of a squirrel one day in the middle of a conversation because I I was like, oh, this squirrel is so cute. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, you're fine. Look, (laughs) look, I've left you with the impression that I don't know. Like, I know why the, I know, I know. I'm just like defending the squirrel. Lead a squirrel. <laughs> the squirrel's allowed. I just said you allowed to like the squirrel. I just don't like the squirrel. I feel like I'm just like eh, the squirrel. I'm tired of you know what it is. You know what it is, really? Like, I think when you've been like I was diagnosed with ADHD in 2009. So mm-hmm. I've been hearing about squirrels for a really long time. And like the the cool thing about so many more people being diagnosed and coming into the community is that there's all this really good like fresh energy but there's also like debates that kick off and analogies that kick off that I've heard like 17,000 times and the squirrel is one of them I'm just like here we go with the squirrel again here we go with the we should change the name thing again here we go like you know what I'm talking about Bren you're just like oh I don't want to hear about that anymore yeah can we please talk about something, anything else, anything but changing the name, anything else? Like we can keep the squirrel. I don't want to talk about the name change no more. If we never have to have the, con- I will put a squirrel, a stuffed squirrel in my living room, not a real one, but anything. Is that your ending essential? Every time I tried to say what my, in- my essential was, somebody stopped me. Go ahead, you're good. Look, I thought y'all were going to leave and I was going to say my essential when y'all okay. were gone. I know okay, everyone's silence. <laughs> everyone's silence. I want to hear Renee's essential because I'm the first one to interrupt her. Excuse me, but actually, Renee. <laughs> so my essential is um, I really want people, like when you're diagnosed and when you're first getting into it, like everyone is super like serious. Like I got to get into this and I got to manage it and it needs to be structured and I need discipline. And I kind of like I want people to be able to loosen up and get back into the idea that like this is an experiment. This is a, a, a ongoing, continuous process to use your garden analogy. It's like you're going to be weeding and pruning and maintaining this thing. It's not going anywhere. So you can't expect the, the seed to pop up the day after you plant it. Like just kind of chill and give yourself a chance to learn and try things and those things not work and you go back to the drawing board and try new things like instead of putting so much pressure on yourself and feeling like 
you're a failure, like use that, use that process of experimenting and being, being willing to try new things as a learning experience that can help you to springboard into knowing more of what is going to work instead of being so punitive with yourself. Hey, you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's episode, feel free to email me at brendan at adhdessentials.com. And don't forget to check out the website, adhdessentials.com, and visit our Facebook community. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, keep focusing on improvement over perfection. 10% better is all you need. Thank you.